I don't need hey, nobody Ryan. telling me just what I want to, what I want, what, what I'm going to. We're just listening to that in the car. Good for you. Thanks. Such a good song. Hey, Jill, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. My new physical therapist is like pretty cute. Oh my goodness. His name's Jacob the Jeweler. Hmm, I don't think it is. It's from Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota's got surf stoke. But we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about 2002 mega hit film Crossroads. Not mega the 1986 hit. Ralph Macchio film. The 2002 film starring our Lord and Savior, Britney Spears. Yes. She's not really our Lord and Savior, though. So for those who don't know, today, or was it yesterday, Britney's book came out. Yes, yesterday. Her autobiography, The Woman in Me. So this week, they were re-releasing Crossroads in theaters for people to go see, quote, in support of Britney. But I don't think she makes a dime from it, because I've been getting so many ads for it on Instagram, and it's all like, they're yeah, putting out like Yeah, I don't think she makes t- a dime for it. What'd you say? I don't think she makes a dime from it. I know, so it's kind of fucked up. A, I don't know if anyone even went and saw it and like paid money. Whoever owns the rights to it now, it's like they're selling t-shirts from the movie and they put out like a new version of the soundtrack on Spotify with some like remixes. I'm like, it's obviously just like for whoever gets money from Crossroads, like Jive Records or whoever, if it exists anymore, trying to get money. MTV Films. Yeah. And there was something that was like Zova with the speaker on it, whoever that production Yeah, was. which I thought it, that was Johnny Wright's company, Johnny Wright, manager, former manager of NSYNC. Oh, my God. Maybe one-time manager of Britney. But I did some searching, and it doesn't seem that his name was on it. But in my mind, Zamba always related to Johnny. Do you think he still manages Diddy? No. A couple of years ago, oh, on The Real Housewives of New Jersey, Melissa Gorga went to his, like, Orlando compound to try to, like, she did a um she did like a showcase or like a performance and yeah. she went there first to like work on it with him. So I don't know if like there was talk of him and, managing and her. Tell but... the people why we're so familiar with that compound. Is that the Lou Perlman compound? No. A because yeah, like we've seen Backstreet Boys there and stuff. But for jo- because of making the band the show on MTV, they would yeah. always go there for Johnny and record and for Diddy and we love that show. Okay, Jill, do you remember when you first saw the film Crossroads? I'm sure I saw it in the movie theaters. I can't tell you. I have zero memory of it. Where I was or who with. Yeah. I was like, I feel like I might have too, but I was 12. But I don't, I feel like we watched it way more when I was like in college or high school, I want to say. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I... We talked about it like I was having some trouble accessing it. And I was like, I really don't need to see it. I know it so well. So we've watched it so many times. But aren't you glad I did, you watched it? I did things. watch it, listeners. Yeah. Okay. Would you say Crossroads is in your top 10 favorite films of all time? No. Wow. Why not? Would you Would you say it's in yours? Probably not. But it, it's up there. I love this movie so much. I don't think it's that great a movie. I mean, I was entertained. and I, I, was, see, oh. I, I was more... I had lower expectations I haven't seen in a while, and I had a a wonderful time watching this film last night, and I I don't think Brady's that bad in it. Is Crossroads in your top ten films you've seen the most times? No. Really? You just said you know it so well. You don't even need to watch it. But I haven't seen it in probably years. Okay. Um, I was going to say before Mm. that 
it was I imagine that this would be mediocre and it met my expectations. Oh, so you're saying it's mediocre? It's it's fine. It's nostalgic. It makes me feel like you oh, don't I remember think this Taryn movie? Manning and Zoe Saldana give powerhouse performances. No, I think they give good as needed performances. Um, can you give us the Shonda background of this? She wrote it. But like, did Brittany ask her to like how this came to be? Do you know any of the origin? Um, I I a couple years ago there's a story about it that um. I think she just like wrote a spec script. Not for Brittany, just about three girls who I dig up a time capsule. I I don't know. I it's don't fine know. If you don't know, I just thought you might know. Because for those who don't know, Shauna Rhimes wrote this film. Jillian, what is Shauna Rhimes famous for? Most famous for Grey's Anatomy. Yes, she's a and showrunner then... and writer who created shows like Grey's yes. Anatomy, Scandal, How to Get Away with Murder. Is that her? Yeah. Um, private practice, uh, Bridgerton. Is private practice famously? One? Yeah, okay. famously left ABC and went to work for Netflix because uh, they wouldn't let her have a free Disney pass to Disneyland and Disney World for her nanny, only for her and her son. And she was like, "Are you kidding me? All the money I make you guys, and you won't give me one more free pass because I can't take my kid to Disney when I'm making TV shows for you." My nanny has to take my kid to Disney, so you're not going to let my nanny get a free pass? Like, you make her pay? Or it was only like so she you could said, have like a day pass show me that once Netflix in a money. while. It wasn't, you know, conducive to her needs. Right. All right. Um, maybe we'll start with um, things that we just wanted to highlight, we just noticed, or we still don't get about this film, rather than delving into our million questions. Does that sound good to you? Yes. Um, I do want to say that... Um, Britney Spears wanted to make her film debut. She and her team created a concept and then reached out to Shonda. Oh, okay. So they created the concept. So the, of, of yeah, just and then Shonda She's a virginal it. high schooler who's valedictorian. Let's start there. Do we or believe like, Britney as a nerdy virginal valedictorian who's at least seen I a do. penis and touched one? I do. But my question is, like what? Who cares if she's a virgin? And if you go to college a virgin, who cares? Like how often would this come up in conversation? Would people well, know? So you're saying you're annoyed that that's a, a plot point of the film? I just think it's unnecessary. Like what does you know? You could still portray her as this like nerdy goody goody without having that storyline. Like you could still have Justin Long I was in it say, too. Would you cut Justin great Long out of the whole film? My love? No, not at all. Like. This is her best friend, her lab partner. They're two geeks yeah. and they're like very, you, like it can even be implied. It doesn't even have to be talked about. I understand why that is like, like not that we, there are a million other things in the culture to put this in kids' minds, but why do we have to put in kids' minds you have to have sex before you go to college? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It, well, it was 2012, is. two. 2002, even then. Like, I don't know. I think it's very stupid. Okay. That's my problem with it, that that's a storyline. All right, great. Do you believe, Brittany? I don't know. I, As like this nerdy, goody, goody I, I girl? I do think it was very much like her team or her being like, I, this is what we want to portray, that she could come across, be believable as like a very smart person True. who isn't only about sex and her body, even though later that is part of the appeal of this movie. So... I don't know. It's all very 90s, early aughts, misogyny, wrapped up, weird. 
I th- I thought the wardrobe did a really good job of having her look like so cute and small town and like covered well, up. Well, I say this for one of the parts I put that's so relatable for both of us, but especially you, is when they're at the club going to sing karaoke. Her like outfit is like a button up blouse, probably from like American Eagle. And I was like, this is what Jilly be wearing at the club. And I'd be wearing like Zoe Saldana's tiger shirt, but like just the lack of care of being sexy, you know, at the, at the club. Yeah. Club yeah, Bayou. I agree. Yeah. All right. Still don't get, just noticed, wanted to highlight. My first thing is, so Zoe Saldana's in this film, as we know. She's also in another one of our favorite underrated films, Center Stage. She's giving Eva yes. in this movie a lot, and I never realized that just like the attitude in the beginning and certain things um, is giving yes. me Eva from Center Stage, even though they're, they're different characters. And Zoe contains multitudes. You go. Um, well, let's start at the very beginning, a very good place to start. Okay. So this is an MTV Films movie in association with MTV Films. Can you name any other MTV Films? Together. No. Well, yes, <laughs> but like that was for the the Yeah, channel. Jackass. Yes. Um, there are other ones, though. There's I think a like Dude, Where's My Car? No. They did like a bunch. Do you have like a list? Yes. Okay. I haven't included all of them, but these are ones that stood out to me. Yeah. Varsity Blues. Yeah. Election. Mm. Save the Last Dance. Gross. Zoolander. Orange County. Yeah. The Perfect Score. Okay. Napoleon Dynamite. Really? Coach Carter. Never saw it. Never say never. That doesn't count. That's a documentary. And Footloose the Remake. Ah, so they've been doing it since 2011, and then they folded. They, they no, they're still doing it. They're still oh. making movies. There's one coming out soon that has like the weirdest name ever. It's like something in Fat Man. I don't. I don't know, know how MTV Films is still a production company. Yeah, and they did a lot of the South Park movies too. Well, Viacom. Because Viacom, Comedy Central. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, also, do you want to talk about Tamara Davis, director? Other things she directed? No. Well, I, I don't, yes, I don't know. You go. She directed one episode of the TV series, Method and Red. Was that a reality show or was that a, a an act? Oh, well, I think they had, I think they had both. Mm-hmm. She directed the music videos for Hanson, Where's the Love and Umbop. Where's the Love, great video. She directed Bette Midler's From a Distance music video. Underrated Bette Jam. And she's directed Billy Madison. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't really do a lot of like looking up at trivia or IMDb of this film. I just really watched the film and felt it in my heart and soul, you know. That's all I did because when it's I saw MTV films and I was like, hmm, yeah. I wonder if they're still cracking. And they put out a bunch. I was going to say, Footless the remake. I remember it was 2011. Um, okay. Brittany says in the beginning of this movie when she's crying to her father, Dan Aykroyd, about how she, you know, never had any fun in high school. She said, you know, we, I never went to one football game. We didn't either at our high school because we didn't have a football team. But you went to boys' football games in high school, did you not? Never went to a Farrell game. Maybe once, but wow. I don't think so. Wasn't my scene, baby. Okay. I mean, I maybe went to like twice. Yeah. Okay, you go. <laughs> um, I apologize. I haven't really organized this in any way. Um, but in the beginning, they showed them as little children. Yeah. And 
Jamie Lynn Spears, oh, right. Britney Spears' sister, plays her. She looks just like her. It's like, that's what Britney looked like when she was younger. It's exactly. Which, why wouldn't she? They're sisters, same DNA. But I mean, I don't look, I wish, when we were little, we didn't look like, I wouldn't play young Joe, no, you know? No, no, but they have like legitimately the same face. They did then. Now it's a little different. Yeah, we won't get into the sadness of Britney currently, but sad that where yeah. their relationship is. But sounds right. like she sucks. Jamie, not Britney. Um, yeah. I said this to you, or maybe I didn't this morning. The music budget on this film must have been astronomical, or MTV I just was thinking- has like you know obviously the hookups, but like obviously, and this I have later on. It kind of annoyed me that there is no soundtrack to this movie. The soundtrack was Britney's album, Britney, Britney. and I remember yes. being at our neighbor Nora's house, and she had that album, and we would listen to I Love Rock and Roll all the time. And I was like, but I want the we whole had soundtrack. That album I want too. I mean, Shania I Twain, it. I want Sheryl Crow, I want Madonna, I want NSYNC. And all of these songs, and again, to pay for all of these songs in 2002 to be in this movie must have cost so much money. Um, so we were discussing how the music budget must have been so high for this, and then uh, our internet's cut us off. So what were you saying? I said I was thinking the same thing, but I also think she carried a lot of weight. Also, it's made by her, like the production company for the movie is her record label. So they probably had a lot of rights to other. I didn't look up if Shania was on their label. You still have to pay for stuff, though. Maybe it's cheaper. Or it's easier to get the rights because you're the record company, but I don't know. I think if it's the same label, it's going to the same thing. Like, you know? Like, the publishing is the same, so you would be paying yourself. Um, But I also think her name carried a lot of weight and the record company, so they could go to Sheryl Crow and Shania Twain and be like, hey, we want to use this in a movie. If you're not on our label, we'll pay you a little bit or just give it to us for free. I think they're like, oh, yeah, for Britney, yeah. Or for your record company who I have relationships with, yeah, you know. I think Madonna, I don't know. She's like, give me the coin. I'm a smart businesswoman. I don't know. But um, did you see that an executive producer of this movie is Larry Rudolph? No. Britney's uh, infamous long-term manager. Where is he now? He, no, he's currently with us. Uh, he was not her manager for a while, and then he got put on. He became her manager again and tried to get her out of the conservatorship. But I think once a conservatorship got was ended, um, mm-hmm. he went his separate ways from her. Interesting. Yeah. So I think they stopped working together like later on in life. But then he came back to try to help her out. Also, it is funny. There's the scene, you know, where they're singing "Bye Bye Bye" in the car, and it's like yeah. obviously Britney was dating Justin at the time, and that was the whole like thing. Yeah. But it's like in this universe and sync still exists. Right. No like Britney, Lucy. It's Lucy. You know what I mean? And they're just girls who like a boy band in, in rural but, America. I mean, they knew that teens were going to eat that up. Like, Well, yeah. When she sings it in the, in the trailer. Car. And it, yeah. Anyway. Music budget. You go. Um, the open your heart musical moment. It, I mean, Britney looks great. She looks amazing. She's singing. She's dancing. She's in her men's underwear. Yeah. And I was just thinking that manly as I remember. They weren't as boy cutty, boy shorty as I remember. But the whole time she was doing that, I was just thinking the whole time how Britney was so great and how sad it is that she must have been having a terrible time during this whole period. Why did she say that? Yeah. Like she has said or has said in this coming out. Well, she was stuck method acting as Lucy. Yeah, but, like, every time she performed, she didn't want to perform. She never wanted to do any of this. So, like, yeah, she's, she's probably making this movie. She didn't want to do it. She's, like, in this world that she didn't want to be in. And she's great. And I just feel sad for her. 
three, three things uh, about that scene. Number one, whenever you hear the song Open Your Heart by Madonna, you have to go, baby! Because that's yeah. what Britney does in the movie, even though it's not in the actual song. And you think about the Brit- this. You think of this. Singing also, food. What Probably my favorite Madonna song. Yeah. We always liked the borderline Open Your Heart crossover mashup on Glee, because those are two of Madonna's best tracks. We also love La Isla Bonita. Who doesn't? Um, the other thing this is one of my questions but we'll just get into it now not to judge her for her body and her looks but do you think this was like peak britney hot hotness like the hottest she ever was or for you is it like slave for you video like what is your hottest britney i mean i think from maybe one more time until blackout she is has an amazing body she's always like so her like abs are amazing her core must be yeah, amazing this whole movie, you're just looking at her abs yeah like she's so just Fit. very in shape. So I don't think this was peak. I think I think she was peak her whole career until blackout. The infamous, um, you people, know. Um, I saw a clip of the piece of me video today and I was like, the, oh Brittany. The she infamous give me more at the VMAs. She's fine. Yeah. I remember we used to joke she says in the piece of me, she's Mrs. She's too big now, she's too thin. We were like, yeah. Do people really ever say she's too thin? But maybe they did in this time and we I'm, just, you know. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, sure. Um, also, just, also, keep going. Well, this is just my next point, so you can. Well, just about that scene. Open your heart. Why does every movie have to be like this? Is what a teenage girl's room would look like. The posters of pop stars and the animals, like you know, I just not every teen girl's room looks like that. Because we're we're learning who Lucy is, and she doesn't get out much. But in her heart of hearts, she only feels comfortable performing in her bedroom. She had like a crown on a globe. Why would she have a crown? She wasn't homecoming queen or like anything like that. Maybe it's from like fifth grade. <sighs> Maybe she went I to just... medieval times for her 16th birthday, Jill. You ever think about that? Maybe. But it seems she like she only had friends, just Justin Long. Which he's a friend to us all. If he was my only friend, I'd be fine. Yeah. Lucy, Mimi, and Kit. Good names. I disagree. Henry, Henry Ben. I think the names in this movie. Good. You Lucy's disagree. A... Mimi... No. Kit is like for what? Like what is it shirt for? Kitty Cat. Catherine. Catherine no. probably, yeah. So be Catherine. Tell Shonda. I will tell Shonda. Okay, you go. I thought they were good names. You did? <laughs> um, Dan Aykroyd coming in saying, Lucy, I just ironed your graduation robe. That's my yeah. guy. Robe looks just, perfect. Her valedictorian sash, best. perfect. My question is, uh, we'll get into this later with Kim Cattrall, like, why yeah. would he do this movie? Yes, money. He loves Britney. But like, he's from SNL. Like, this isn't even a comedy. What was he doing around then, though? Long since Blues Brothers are gone, he was probably doing parts like this. And they probably oh, yeah. offered it to him. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. he saw how good John Goodman was in Coyote Ugly. And he's, although I don't, I think that came out first. And he I was going to say when. Them. Yeah, I don't know. I was just like, is this is this what we think about for like the loving single dad, Dan Aykroyd? Really? Coyote Which is fine. They came out two years before. Okay, so maybe. Yeah. But it's just it was just very funny to me that this is what we're going for. Can you this... name his character's name in the movie? That's a question I had for you. Pete. Yes, good job. What's their last name? I don't remember. Yeah. 
And I was like, the whole time I, I wasn't even thinking about it. And then they show a scene of him at like the auto body shop and he has a shirt that says Pete on it. And you could tell it's not like ironic when we now go to like thrift stores and buy bowling shirts with people's names right. on it. It's like, that's his name. And I'm like, if you had asked me for a million dollars, what is his character name? I was like, I wouldn't know, but maybe Jill would. Well, when she calls, she gets the um, voicemail and it's like, you've reached Pete and Lucy. Also, he calls her Lucille one time. So that's like her phone okay. name. Interesting. What? Where are they supposed to be in the world before they go on this road trip? They are in Georgia. Okay. And my question is, do they have to be in the South because of Brittany? Like, did they say, Dan Aykroyd, you have to try to talk with a Southern accent because Brittany will not veer from a Southern accent, a la Matthew McConaughey. A la, we've talked about like the first episode of this podcast, we talked about it. Well, that's one of my nitpicks is that the accents are kind of all over the place because yes. it's not that Britney's is even thick or there the whole time. There right. are like certain tints of it. And I don't, I don't think of her as someone with like a particularly thick Southern accent. And I feel like she, Dan Aykroyd's like trying to have the accent. She is a little bit. Taryn Manning is sometimes. And then Zoe Saldana and Justin Long and Ben are just like, no. Zoe Saldana, the know? only time is like, she'll say y'all. Y'all yeah. wait for me. Like but she I'll doesn't. Say, I say y'all sometimes, you know. I it's know. Like, it's weird. It's gender neutral. That's why. Oh, okay. It's more welcoming for groups if you think about it. Um, but that was in one of my nitpicks and yeah, whatever. I love Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Would still smash. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. Well, let's just get into this now. The guy who plays Ben, his name is Anson Mount in real life. Yeah. Why, why didn't he have a bigger career? He's cute. He's good. He got to make out with fuck Britney in this movie. Like, you know, I, th- I think he looks too much like Jim Caviezel. That's why. <laughs> I can't even remember. Jesus? Jesus. No. I saw it yesterday. Did you do the Barstool trivia? And one of the Henry Cavill was the face in the mashup. He had like the light blue eye. I could kind of see the face. But I just feel like he could have he could have been somebody. Could have been somebody. I think he he's coming, you know, back and forth. Like he does some stuff. Yeah, but I just feel like you again, if you're like ask me who that guy's name is and what he's been in besides Crossroad, I'd be like, I no idea. No. Okay, you go. Um, so, Brittany, we have talked about this off mic. She's not a terrible actress. No. But she's not very good. And now the, the notebook clip has been going around. Did you watch it? I did watch it. I didn't think she was terrible in that either. No, but she's she's not like... So there's many instances in this movie where she's not good. But I thought she was good in the beginning with her dad when they're sitting on the bed and she's crying. Like, yes. I never got to do any of that stuff. I never that got to be probably like... real for her because she's always, like, in the studio and being shipped from place to place. Yeah. She just wanted to be a normal kid going to football yeah. games. She felt that. Yeah. I, I agree. I don't think she's that bad. And I think the world at large is probably like, oh, she's going to be terrible. You know, when this movie... I mean, there out. are some terrible spots in this movie where I'm like, that's... But she that was good, good when she, like, hosted SNL and stuff. Yeah. No, she was. I like those SNLs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess this is jumping ahead to a little later in the movie, but I was yep. thinking about this even the other day, just walking on the beach, not even knowing we were going to record this, is that the whole plot with Dylan raping, essentially Mimi and getting her pregnant and mm-hmm. her friend not knowing is very big little lies with Jane, Shailene mm-hmm. Woodley and Nicole Kidman's husband. It's like the same thing, kind of, you know what I mean? Well, tales all this time happens every day. But yeah, it's, it's very reminiscent of that. And I was thinking about that, you know, 
And I guess, like, do you think Mimi never told Kit because she didn't want to, like, ruin her relationship or she didn't want to say? Like, you know, she could have told her any time in that road trip, like, hey, your fiancé well, probably me against pre, my will. Pre this road trip, she didn't think that Kit would believe her. Like, she... Oh, true. I don't think She'd she would have like, yeah, anyone believe her. Yeah. yeah. And then she just got to know her and they got friendly, so she didn't want to, like, I guess, destroy her. Yeah. Okay. And getting into this now, do they ever say in the film how far along she is? No, I had that question too. And I was like, she just goes on this road trip. I mean, like, I know she's like a teen mom, but like, doesn't she have doctor's appointments? Like, does she not worry about that? When am I going to go to a doctor? Well, my thing is, she says this happens over Christmas time. That's, you know, when she got impregnated. And so this is like June graduation. Because they just graduated. So I was like, so she'd be like five months. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, would she be showing that much? And would she, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I mean, it all depends. But yeah, yeah she could be showing. And it, like, yeah, she seemed pretty far along. Like, I would think she's like seven months, you know. But yeah. I feel like with your first kid at five months, you maybe aren't showing that much. I think it it's different for everyone. It's a movie. Uh, you go. Um, so is prom the night of graduation? Bitch, that was in my nitpicks. I like I said, I haven't organized this in anything, so I'm just going through my notes. Great, but Jill. sorry, I'm very busy. Um, it, people, let us know: is prom night graduation for any school? That's wild. Yeah, our prom was what, like a month before graduation. Yeah, and I would think most schools that I've come to learn, they have like their grad night, which is like a school-sponsored event because they don't want kids to go out and get drunk. So they so, don't have prom or this is in addition to? No, they do have prom, but on the night of graduation, they have like oh. a school-sponsored event. Oh, Most man. schools do that. Like Noonan will tell you, Nana will tell you how great her grad night oh. thing was. Yeah. No, you go to Mark Salzillo's backyard and swim in his saltwater pool. You go to Kristen's house with people who didn't even go to your high school. Yeah. The other thing, too, is our, our senior prom high school was at a hotel. But could you rent a room upstairs to then go have sex in? Because her and Justin Long, like, would school administration have been like, oh, yeah, Ryan and your prom date just go upstairs to one of these hotel rooms? Well, A, how would they have known? Like, if you and your date went to the bathroom and then instead went upstairs and then came back down. Sherman wasn't, like, guarding the staircase? Well, they would have known if you or I did, because how could we be missing He wasn't, because he was outside getting Raina to come in and none of us to know. He was busy. (laughs) Um, I think theoretically it could happen and it, it could have happened at our prom. Maybe it did. I don't know. I would never even think that we'd be like allowed, but I guess yeah, it, was, it was at the Hilton folks. Yeah. Staten yeah. It, was at it the probably Hilton. wasn't that expensive. You could just get a room. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, it could have happened. Maybe it did happen. It doesn't That's, seem again, that far-fetched. I know it's a film. It just seems like so much in one day. It's like, she just graduated. Now they have prom. Now they're going to hotel after prom to lose their virginity to each other. Oh, and that let's get it on. Also expensive song probably to have. Right. Movie, very true. Unless it's public domain at this point. And uh, Marvin Gaye's estate, very litigious as we know. Yeah. T- tell him Ed Sheeran. Um, one other quick thing, you know how you have to say baby now when you sing Open Your Heart to Me by Madonna, you also have to do fake tears down your face when you listen to If It Makes You Happy. By yes. Crow because Britney does it in the backseat in the car. Also, when she's that song, like she's holding hands with Ben, they've yeah. kissed like once. Are they like in a relationship now? Yeah, but like you feel it. You're on a road trip. You're young. I thought that was like cute, believable. Okay, authentic. 
but he seemed more into it than her. She's just like kind of casually right. his hand. I noticed that last night. Um, you know this, but it always grossed me out when Mimi has her toothbrush like in her hair in that scene where they're on the bathroom together. And yeah, I've said it before. I'll say it again. No grown woman should wear pigtails. No one should wear pigtails, really. I, I can't tolerate them. But if I had to, I guess it'd be on someone under six years old. You would allow a child. Manning. Otherwise, I like her hair in this movie. I like that all the layers are kind of different and it's very shaggy. I don't like like the bangs. Also, this at the end, both she and Brittany have like the side really short straight bangs. And I was like, oh, 2002. Gross. Come alive. Yeah. You go. Um, Speaking of the prom and graduation. So Mm -hmm. Zoe Saldana, Kit, she goes to prom without a date. Even though her boyfriend yeah. fiance is in college, wouldn't he come back? Well, no, because he's a piece of shit. Well, he is, but like theoretically, like first year of college ends like mid May. Yeah, I was gonna. He say, should also, be back for I, prom. I don't know how normal schools work, but my college well, we right. always we always ended like April twenty seventh. So I would I could have been home. I think freshman yeah. or sophomore year. It oh, I think we always ended around Emily's birthday, May 9th. Like, and we yeah. would always, like, go out. out. Yeah, Emily. Shout out, Emily, if you're listening. She would uh, be a Taurus. <laughs> we would go out. And then the ne- I remember one time we went, like, we were out for her birthday or, like, you know, out yeah. being on campus and right, got right. really drunk. And then I had a final the next day. And everyone left. And I took a final and then drove home, like, five hours. It was such the worst day of my that life. sounds very irresponsible of you, Jillian. Very Lucy and I never would have done that. Never. Just, you know. Um, I never noticed that in the bathroom scene that I was just referring to, there's like a, a herbal essence in the shower. I was like, oh, product placement. Never noticed that. We, we I knew about the Pepsi product placement throughout. Let's be real. Right. Um, Brittany. But I never saw. I never Great like, product placement. That. Great 2002. Did Brittany ever do a herbal essence Great commercial? Great shampoo also still slaps. Yeah. Um, I don't think so, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, where is Lucy planning to go to college? They never say. I don't know. But then obviously at the end, she's like, I want to stay. I could go to college in LA. And I'm like, did you imply? Did you get him? Like, they don't yeah, like he like, doesn't say, um, her dad. No, like you would need a scholarship because your dad said like, he's really saving for you to go to college. And I don't think he would approve or pay for college in LA. Right. Also, he's like you're working at the hospital during the summer, but I'm like, she didn't. Let's skip ahead. Before. Yeah. So, so she she does the audition. Yeah, is the plan that Zoe Saldana and Mimi and are gonna like stay and be her backup dancers, her singers, I, and and they're gonna be a recording group? I don't know if that's in my just like just a movie, but I have that somewhere. It's like, what do all these people do in LA now? Like, how do they pay for stuff? Do they all live together? Like, what happens? And like for the road trip, they talk about how they don't have enough money for the road trip, but none of yeah. them have planned to have money when they get there. Right, where are they going to live? And she and she was like, yeah, I decided to keep the baby. I'm like, well, that was dumb, girl, because you don't have any money. Right. You didn't plan for anything. Well, let's just get to it now, the Netflix category of do they end up together. One, do the girls stay together as friends? <laughs> I, on one hand, I'm like, they have to because that's all they have. But on the other true. hand, I'm like, not all of these people are staying there. Like, right. After like a week if, or so, they're going to be like, kid, your parents have money either. Well, maybe they send you money, but or just go home and like get money from your parents. I would imagine. So Brittany saying she gets that recording contract. Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, she'll win this. And 
but then it's not going to work out. Like she's going to be like in some Jojo bad contract. She puts out an album and then she, she has to go back to Georgia. Zoe Saldana is not staying. She's like, I'm, I'm on to the bigger, better thing. Yeah. Kit probably will. I mean, uh, Mimi will probably. What is bigger, better thing though? Go to college, get her MRS. Like what, you know, get her MRS. Yeah. yeah. Or like, you know, run a business like, and then Tamron Manning is going to like, you know, drop out of the group and like get, do something in LA, like stay and figure something out. I do yeah. think that Ben is like the only smart one. He's like, my uncle's yeah. out there. He may have a job for me. I know guys out here. I could get a right. band together. Like he's the only one that seems like he has some sort of Pause. connection. To Big nitpick for me was when he was like, oh, I'm going to go print out flyers and get the band together in six days. I think I know some guys out here. One, why do you have money for flyers? You go to Kinko's and make copies back in the day. That shit was expensive. They made so much money at the Bayou. Yeah, but then they shelled up for that night hotel. And then the hotel with the piano, like they, they burned through that money quickly. Yeah. And then he's like, I think I know some people out here. Yes, it was like before cell phones. kind. So it's like, yes, that's maybe more believable, but a how and then b it's like you're just gonna get a band together in six days i don't know without with no money and without the internet i find that hard to believe yeah do you think ben and britney stay together ben no. and lucy oh, do bad. you probably not but this isn't real <laughs> well that's what... but that's the thing their relationship is like based on nothing you know yeah i like this i'm like part of the reason i think that they hook up is because who's he on this road trip with a hot single girl, Brittany, a pregnant girl, and then a girl who's, you know, engaged to another man. It's like there is no other option for, for Brittany or him. They have a connection, Ryan, her poetry, Which and he's a what, musician. They, okay. I mean, if some guy wrote me a song, I would like that, but. I think that it's realistic that they would, like, date because, like, yeah. you're, in, you're in a car together for this long. You talk about a lot. Like, you get to know each other and pretty you're, well. you're both young and hot. Yeah, but I don't think it's believable that they would, like, end up together. Long term. Right. She's going to be just like her mother, Kim Cattrall. I can't avoid it. Oh, I hope not. Okay, you you go. Um, when they... Um, I'm trying not to say um and uh, but it's unavoidable. When they the car breaks down, when the radiator breaks, Zoe Saldana's like, where am I? And Brittany says, Louisiana. And she yeah. gets to say that because she's really from Louisiana. And you always used to point that out when you were little. Of course. Um, one thing I, this is a later part. If they're leaving from Georgia, would yes. they go through Alabama and then Louisiana to get to California? Yeah, I'm sure they would go down the southern go to coast. Alabama? It's right next to like Georgia and Louisiana. Right. I, for a second, I thought that they started in Alabama, and then I realized like the first hotel they got to it said Alabama something something. So I was like, oh, Alabama Shores or Alabama Star. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, what in? I was very stuck on this scene. I guess when they're all in the bathroom together, Brittany's hair is wavy after the shower at when it's wet, and it yeah. looks like and she's like scrunching it. Remember the it scrunch? It looks like naturally wavy hair because as two of us who have very straight hair, when it's wet, it's straight. There's like not a hint of a wave. And hers is very, very wavy. And it looked natural. So I don't know if Brittany naturally has wavy hair. I'd, I'd I like think she does. Right when she was little on Star Shirt, she knew it was dark brown. It looked pretty straight. Well, I'm sure they straightened the heck out of it. They probably used a real iron, put her hair on the ironing board. Not in 2002. We had... Cheese. No, first, first star search. Oh, okay. Okay, you go. 
<laughs> Jeez Louise. Um, so they get to Louisiana, the radiator breaks. They, Tamara Manning has this idea that they're going to go to New Orleans and compete in like a karaoke contest to get money. How did money. she know about that? Do they ever say? No, but that is a great question. Also, how far are they from New Orleans that the car is left in a mechanic shop in Louisiana somewhere and then they like take yeah. a cab to the city? Like, I, you know, and they have no money. I didn't even but know any- that was supposed to be New Orleans. I just thought it was like around the corner, there's a karaoke bar. I saw a sign earlier, you know? But my question is, would they get a dressing room for participating in a karaoke contest? No. And the, yeah, they act <laughs> like it's, you know, an open mic night. Right. But it's if it's karaoke and it says right. like so-and-so it's famous karaoke night because they pass all the, the buckets around. But that is stupid because in real life, when you go sing karaoke, as I often do, you, you don't get like people don't tip you. Well, I think this is a karaoke contest, but it's not like okay. one like you practice for and save up for. I'm sure maybe there's some girls do that. But I feel like New Orleans, it's all tourists. It's all bachelorette parties. You ask around the crowd. Anyone wants it in karaoke and join our contest? Like, But that's why it makes me think of it's more of like a Nashville sitch where it's like you do go on Broadway open mics and you tip because they're like real musicians trying to make money and singing well. It's not karaoke, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I was just like, this is a pretty nice dressing room for them to get ready before they sing karaoke. Right. And I wrote this already. It's like, and again, even if you were back there, they go through like a garbage bag of clothes. Who's clothes? That's just like the club's clothes. That's disgusting. Two, they probably only have like 15 minutes. Britney's hair is like perfectly blown out and yes, straight. Yes. And then when they come out and sing, it's like all crazy Crimped. baby. And that would take so much time. You'd have to curl like every single piece of hair. There's no way they could have done that in 20 minutes. And I know it's a movie, but... It's it's very bullshit. She they at least False advertising. her wavy when she's wearing her like you know church shirt blouse, but yeah. they probably filmed it on different days or whatever. So yeah. Anyway, I googled is Club Bayou karaoke bar real, and I didn't find anything, so it doesn't seem to be a real club. In okay. case you're wondering, um, just a quick one. When at one point Zoe Saldana says, we heard you, you're hungry. And it sounds just like in center stage when she says, we heard you, we all heard you. Anyone can see she's working her ass off. <laughs> Juliet Simone, what a nosy bitch. Oh, <laughs> uh, when are we going to do that one? Uh, soon. <laughs> um, so the night that they do karaoke, Ben, Anson Mount has to like kick a guy's butt. Anson to- Mount sounds like such a porno name. <laughs> Anson Mount. I Anson mounted, mounted him from behind. He like punches that guy because the guy won't like leave Brittany alone as like yes. borderline sexually harassing her. So he like takes the girl to the hotel room and then he's like, I need to take a walk. Also, he says, I'm not mad at you for what happened. Why would he be mad at her? What did she do? Anyway. She, te- she tempted him with her body and her clothes. Like, So he allegedly stays up all night, like, walking the streets of New Orleans or going to bars. I don't know. And then he expects to drive all day? Right. Where did he go? That's what I... Where the fuck did he go all night? He probably just, like, walked around. But they could have given a line that said that. Like... Yeah. Or, but then or these shown, girls... shown a quick montage of him drowning his sorrows in different bars. Like, I don't know. But then these girls also stay up all night, and Brittany yeah. and Zoe are drunk. And then they drive the next day. They drive his car. Like, this is. You, and again, would... that night, they stay up all night. Brittany's hair is wavy because it was wavy <laughs> at the thing. And then when they get in the car to drive, her hair is straight. Also, have you been 18 and drank punch and are not throwing up the entire day the next day? I am. 
I'd throw up immediately after having it when I was 18. I would be throwing up every hour the next day. It has happened. And and that's like the first, I wrote, I'm like, do we think Lucy, the character, has ever had alcohol before no, that No, right. Yeah. Like, I'm like, and now she's just drinking all night and didn't seem that fucked up. I think like the moment the car started moving, I'd be like, get out. I need to get out, get out, get out. Like, yeah, this is facetious anyway. Um. What the scene where Ben gets mad that they're driving his car and he gets out and he like kicks the bush and Brittany goes after him. He basically says he's mad because he's being imagine being surrounded by chicks all the time and the chick music and the chick talk and women. We could have cut that whole scene. Yeah. What was the point of that? And that was his big angst. Like, well, I think I'm it's also about like women. them making a connection. You know, like she's the one that went after and talked exactly. to him. Exactly. It like sets things up, but I just, it's bad writing, Shonda. We could have had like a, you know. Also, he's asleep that whole time. He wouldn't have woken up when they started the car and, like, started moving. And singing Shania Twain. Right. Like, it takes him that long to wake up. Yeah. I mean, I would, but I sleep in cars for hours. Yeah. Anyway. There you go. Um, Shania and Cheryl Crow. Perfect. Perfect. There's no notes there. On the Workaholics podcast this week, they talked. They were in Columbus, Ohio, on their tour, and they talked about going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And they said there's mm-hmm. a really big Cheryl Crow section, and they just made so many puns. They're like, "You could have said I came down with COVID nineteen that day." It's like we're just a couple of cronies and crone men loving Cheryl Crow, and it was just all very funny. And they're so like, stupid. "You know every outfit from every video as soon as you've seen it." <laughs> um. Something I thought was funny is so like the big kind of crux song Britney has of her poem is I'm not a girl, not yet a woman. She didn't even write that song in real life. Not that I'm saying that song is terrible. I know, but it's like, couldn't she? I'm like, maybe giving her a song that she did write. Like, I don't know. Maybe she didn't write any lyrics, but. Well, is that the first single off that album? No, um, I don't think so. Because wasn't it? um, Oh, no, me against the music's in the zone, right? Yeah, I and I don't think Overprotected was a single. I'm a Slave for You. It's off Britney. Yeah. Hmm, was okay, that the first okay. single? Yeah, that was the first single. Um, and this is my part due of that. As you will know, Overprotected is one of the most underrated songs of all time. Britney songs, any songs. I love that song. It's, always it's so song. good. It's always been one of my like top three favorite Britney Spears songs of all time. It's so good. I'm so shocked that Slave for You was off this album because they marketed yeah. that heavy, but Slave for You has no connection to Crossroads to me. Like, I have I feel no... Like this, that's why I feel like the album maybe came out like... A, I feel like Slave for You, the video, the making the video is a whole thing right. out for like a while. VMA is Snake, and then this came out, but maybe I'm getting my timeline wrong. Because I can have no connection to Snake and that flesh-colored outfit to this movie. No. Also, if you're not a girl, not yet a woman, what are you? An adolescent? Yeah. She just says, while I'm in between. But, like, give, give me something. Okay. Okay, you go. Um, so we talked about this with Dan Aykroyd, but Kim Cattrall. This mm. is the height of Sex in the City. I'm okay. sure this was only one was day only on the set. season. Well, I guess that is the height. There's only, like, four seasons, five seasons of Sex in the City. And one of them was cut short because Sarah Jessica Parker was pregnant and there was a writer's strike at the same time. So there was, like, six episodes in that season. I thought there were, like, seven seasons of Sex in no, the no, City. No, 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 no. Anyway. Right, so, yes, we know why she did this. Money. I'm sure they paid her well. But literally, it's, like, probably four or five hours of work. But and maybe you're... it's a Michelle Williams thing. Maybe they asked Brittany, who do you want to play your mother? And she said Kim Cattrall. And Kim was like, cool. Brittany wants me to play her mom. I'll do it. Yeah, I just, again, in her career, this is what she wanted. She's already, like, 
maybe she's not targeting the 12 year olds in the sex in the city crowd but like young females she's got them of sex in the city excuse me i said five Anyway, I'm just surprised that she would do this. Happy she did. It's really also, yeah, it's like two lines. Yeah, also maybe she wanted to be like also but she's a piece of shit mother. <sighs> I like I thought she would be like I, mean, I don't want to be like you know sex crazed Samantha. I want to be a mother figure, but you're not a good mother figure. But this is one of my this is just a movie. What a mother would say to their long lost child, you were a mistake. I didn't want to have you. I would just say I'm busy. Can you come back tomorrow and then move? <laughs> <laughs> She has a pretty established life there, it looks like. You know, her a son is swimming in someone else's pool, where SBF, like. Yeah, stupid. Yeah. Okay, you, oh, you said, um, yeah. so Kit and Brittany, towards the end of the movie, they're like on the convertible dancing in the back and it, it's like sunset driving on the highway. It's very Little Mix music video shout out to my ex when, Two of the girls are sitting up on the back and two are in the front seat. It might well, be the same Little part. Mix is stealing from that then. I'm like, sure that's what I mean. They're probably like paying homage. And I was just looking at Britney's Spotify and the song Pretty Girls shows up, which Little Mix wrote. So, anyway. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. They were going to record it and then they didn't want to and Britney used it. All my pretty girls around the world. All around the world, pretty girls. Not the boys. Okay, you go. Um. So Brittany, she comes back to the hotel and she's crying because Kim Cattrall just told her, I never wanted you get out of here. <laughs> she didn't so want she, me. She's crying on the bathroom floor with Anson Mount. And all I see are the, her French tips. All I'm looking at is like her Very French manicure. So, uh, so 2002. I'm like, there's not, yeah. and they're so short. Like, you know, when they're cut so short, I'm like, this is so 2002. I can't even. I love it. Um, the most egregious part of the film for me or one of them, it's like Lucy's this very nice, quiet, polite, mousy girl, whatever. At the end when they're at the hospital because Taryn Manning lost the baby. Terrible. Brittany goes up to the woman at the desk like a nurse and she says, excuse me. But then she says, where the phone at? Excuse me, where the phone at? And then she makes a collect call on the hospital's dime. I was like, I'm sure many people make collect on the hospital's dime. But my question is. If that was written, Shonda, terrible writing. Or if that was improvised, Brittany, terrible grammar. Where the phone at? I think it was improvised because she says, excuse me, very in character, very Lucy. Then where the phone? She would say, excuse me, can I use your phone, please? Or like, is there a phone available? Where the phone at? Like, where the phone at? Show me to the phone. (laughs) Dad, I'm calling collect. Come pick us up because we just had a life-changing hospital experience. Yeah. Yeah, that was not good. Um, are they doing laundry on this trip? Mm, I haven't seen any. Because I'm sure, like, Anson Mount would be fine, like, wearing the same shirt over again. Lucy doesn't strike me as someone that's like, I'm going to wear this shirt again after I wore it two days ago. See, I think Ben would be more clean. Don't just assume because he's the boy he can put his dirty clothes back on. I don't assume. I just assume that he's, like, fine with it. Yeah. But I, I'm like, are we ever getting to a laundromat during our time here? Maybe, well, maybe we at are. some of the hotels they stayed at, they had laundry. Maybe Kim Cattrall threw a load in for her before she sent her out in the rain. <laughs> she said, at the very least, use, use my Samsung. Okay, Mom, I'm sorry that you don't want to, like, take ownership of me or, like, yeah. acknowledge that I'm alive. But do you mind if I stay for an hour and a half to, like, rinse my delicates? Like, yeah. I would have asked that. All right, my last thing that I just wanted to point out, highlight, whatever. I haven't even gotten into my questions yet. At the end of the movie, 
they put everything, they do another time capsule and bury stuff on the beach, which I forgot happened after the scene. Kit, do not put that engagement ring in that box. Pawn that shit for money. You guys she have can't. no money. She can't bury the ring. shit. She can't bury the ring. So, and it probably didn't cost much money, but if it, just in case, go sell yeah. it. She can't bury the ring. Yeah, I, that's what I put. Um, I, I kind of did all my questions here, so I'm sorry. You got to right. go with all your questions. Well, let's go into some shorter categories and then I'll come yeah. back. All right. Who is the best cameo of the film? Either your favorite or they just knocked it out of the park with their acting. Well, again, there's no cameos. Uh, but I guess there are. Doesn't a cameo mean like you are who you are? Like you're playing yourself? No. Okay. Oh, a cameo means like you just kind of pop in for a short stay and it might be like stunt casting. Like, Okay, well, I have... Okay, so do you know the guy at the bar who's like, get off the stage? With the long hair? Yeah. The second troubadour. The second troubadour. Yeah. So I guess that's my cameo. Just the second... long is the only answer. That's or not a cameo. He, yes, it they... is. He's in like one and a half scenes. It, he plays minutes. a character in the film. He's in multiple scenes. Jillian, That's not Google a cameo. What a cameo is. All right. For those who don't know, it's competing like waiters. The second troubadour is from Gilmore Girls. If you don't know, I would say either Justin Long or Kim Cattrall best cameo. Okay. But also getting worst actor of the film. It's the guy in the beginning, right in the beginning, as they're walking through the halls on graduation day. And yeah. he says to Mimi, like, what's up? And she gives him the finger. Oh. And he says, you know, you want me? Terrible. You know who it actually is? And you're going to be mad? Kim Cattrall. Not I disagree. Good. Not believable. Why do you say my name like that? She just looks stupid. And it's like, Lucy. Like, again, she was probably there for an hour, phoning it in. I love you, Kim, but bad acting. Okay. Okay. Fuck, Mary kill. The characters, Lucy, Kit, and Mimi. Um... I guess marry Lucy because she seems the most stable. Okay. Fuck Kit, kill Mimi. Oh, why would you kill Mimi? I don't know. She just doesn't seem uh, that stable to me, I guess. She has dreams. Good for her. She actually has a good voice, you know. All right. Now, fuck, marry, kill. Taryn Manning, Zoe Saldana, Britney Spears. Marry Zoe Saldana. Yeah. F Taryn Manning. Sorry, Brittany. Whoa! I think Taryn's a little fucked up, too, so. Okay. All right. I guess I'll Give say- yours. I don't know. I don't care. Um, but then why'd you make me answer? I'm marrying Mimi. We're going to have a good time together. We're going to go to the Pacific Ocean. And what about Brittany, Taryn, and Zoe? Um, I'd marry Brittany. I'd probably fuck Zoe, kill Taryn Manning. Okay. Um... Who do you think is the best actor of the film? Justin Long. <laughs> yeah? I don't know. They I don't... treat them like lepers. Come on, Luz. They're all fine. I said Tara Manning, Zoe, or Ben. <laughs> I think Tara Manning is the best actor in the movie. Maybe Dan Aykroyd. She's fine. All right. Oldest high schooler in the film. Did you look oh, it I up? D- I didn't, know. Okay, so give me a guess. Who do you think it is? Um, well, Anson Mount's not really supposed to be a high schooler, right? Yeah, I, I feel like he's supposed to be like what a year or two out. He yeah. He well, he said he was in college. Yeah. Story in Ohio. Yeah. Um, I'll say Zoe Saldana. 
So yeah, I thought it was Zoe two before Googling, like even older than Ben. But mm-hmm. I only looked up the main four. So yeah, Ben was twenty nine at the time of this Ooh. movie. Zoe and Taryn were both twenty four, and Brittany was twenty one. So I guess it's been. What about Justin Jones. Long? I didn't look it up. I should just know. I think he's probably around the same age as Brittany. So I imagine I you don't you don't know his birth date he by heart. Um, June 2nd, 1978. It's in front of me. I will remember that now because it's three days before mine. He's Gemini. Uh, 1978. So what would he have been in 2022? Oh, no. Also 24 in 2002? Yeah. Yeah. Same age as Mimi Zoe. So, yeah, Brittany's like the youngest one. Of course. All right. Besides Bar Patron with long hair, who is the second troubadour from Gilmore Girls, I never noticed. I never put that together before. Mm. Um. Is, is Kurt Mimi's ex from Can't Hardly Wait, one of the uh, Jessica yes. Alba's boyfriend? Yes. Okay. Is Dylan anyone? Dylan Zoe Saldana's fiance with the blue beer bottle. No. Is the girl he's with anyone? No. Okay. Is there anyone else in this movie you want to tell me what they're from? Kit's mother mm-hmm. is Beverly Johnson. She is a yep. very, very famous model. She's the first black woman to ever be on the cover of Vogue. Me too. The blonde guy who almost sexually assaults Britney Spears is a backup dancer. He has danced with Britney before. He mm-hmm. danced at 500 Days of Summer, 13 Going uh-huh. on 30, from Justin to Kelly. And he's the ballet boy in the auditions in Bring It On. Oh. All comes back to Kiki. Okay, so one cameo I forgot to mention mm-hmm. is when they're signing up for the auditions in L.A., who is Zoe okay. Saldana talking to? I don't know. Some guy? Some Jesse girl? Camp, the MTV VJ. Whoa. Who, like, then had his own show, like, trying to be, like, a New York doll. Wasn't he a twin? Oh, I don't know. They talk about him all the time, I think. And they say he had this, like, crazy voice, and he went against, up like, Dave Holmes in a competition for, like, Next Best VJ, and Dave Holmes has, like, an encyclopedia knowledge of music and he lost to Jesse Camp because Jesse Camp was just like cool and rock. Maybe. I don't know. But Dave Holmes yeah. turned out all right. There's also someone who's in it, I think is like maybe the host at the karaoke bar that's like a well-known person, but I didn't know who they were, I think. I don't think so. Okay. So that's your favorite cameo is Jesse Camp? No, I just forgot that to mention it when we were discussing cameos. Okay. So in full disclosure, this is day two of recording the Crossroads episode. So I'm just going to go through what categories we have next, Jill. Mm-hmm. Um, so getting into the Courtney Lyons So Relatable category. So figure we could start just some things that we relate to, and then we could pick character we most relate to. Mm-hmm. So I'll start. I just said Ben not letting them control the radio while he's driving or drive his car. Um I found so relatable. Yeah. If I'm driving, I really like to be the DJ. I mean, I like to be the DJ always, but, you know, if it's someone else's car, I try to be respectful. And I really don't like to let other people drive my car as well, especially if I'm in the car with them. If they were like... Except say, for me, like two weeks ago. I don't... You, I don't mind usually. Thanks. But like other... Usually. Well, because again, it's I have so many hours logged with you in a car that creates trust on your driving ability that like with say certain friends who I'm sure are fine drivers, but I'm like, I'll just drive unless 
one time I was driving back from wedding with Eliza and I was so sick. I was falling asleep. So I was like, can you please drive? And I let her drive my car, but I've driven. She's a good driver. And then other times, again, I'm like, if a friend wanted to like borrow a car for the day and I trusted them, that's fine. But not in, it's out of sight, out of mind in a way. Like, right. you know what I mean? But if I'm like sitting in the front seat and someone's driving my car, I don't know. It stresses me out. Like your mother. Well, not like my mother. She's on another level. I'm saying I saw she's a thing that, you out. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't let her drive my car. Okay. Um, I thought it was really relatable that Kit was like, well, I paid a lot of money for my homecoming dress. Not that it has to be custom made because like not a lot of people have custom made. Her prom dress, you mean? Yeah. Her, she well, homecoming? she said homecoming. Yeah. But no. not a lot of people have a custom made, but I feel like high school seniors like put a lot of money and effort into like homecoming and proms and spending a lot of money. My prom dress was $143 Macy's. Good for you. One, four, three. One, four, three. Um, I also, when Ben is at one point, Ben is in the car and Lucy's, I think in the front seat and she, he goes, are you mad at me or something? And she's like, no. And I'm like, this is also me. I'm just assuming <laughs> everyone is mad at me and not being able to rest until I know. Um, I don't really think there's, that much relatable about this movie. I mean, you're crazy. Um, for me, singing karaoke and thinking you can get a record deal and just like being delusional as a young high schooler and being like, yeah, I'm going to be a singer. Yeah, that's not relatable. Um, I already said Britney's quote, sexy club clothes for you, aka wearing a blouse to the bar. Yep. Um, and I think the most relatable part is the girls staying up all night in the hotel and telling very personal stories uh, and about touching penises and like their mothers and their trauma, and like crying over the map. I'm like, this is so that's very real. Relatable. How many like basketball trips did you go on, Jill? And people and like you ended up coming best friends with them because you stayed up all night just like telling stories and in a hotel room. Yes, I was like, this is so, or like, yeah, like a bachelorette party or first road trip. Now we're too old to go to bed at eight or nine, but like back just, in the day. We just cry at the bar. I don't. Um, so yeah, those are all relatable for me. And then I guess character I most relate to, I would either say Ben for all the reasons I just listed above <laughs> about the car or Lucy in that she studied a lot in high school and didn't really party and she likes to sing in her bedroom. And I did all those things in high school quite a lot. Yeah. I don't, I don't think Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Okay. Like I'll, I'll get back back yeah. to him later. Oh. Well, in in a good way. Okay. <laughs> All right. Most said quote by us. There's not many. Okay. I, I have a lot of just um, honorable mentions of like, you know, funny things from the movie that I feel like we do say, but not not as often as some of our other like most used quotes. Well, the first one that I really picked up on was Zoe Saldana saying, "We are out of here, the crack of dawn." Oh, I feel like I didn't I didn't write that at all. Oh, I I remember that. I feel like that's just the thing people say. But the way she says it, she's like, "Crack of dawn." Okay. This isn't a quote, Jill, but we d do this all the time. And you used to do it all the time. The way that Ben elbows the guy in the bar who's like hitting and dancing on Britney, the guy throws a punch and Ben grabs his hand. And then with his other arm, he elbows the dude in the face. Julie and I used to just practice that. <laughs> like she'd throw a punch, I'd grab it. And then I'd fake hit her with my elbow in the face. We I would was just like, like walk into a room and do it. 
all the time and i saw that in the movie like i saw that scene coming and i was like oh this i gotta mention this and like quote like the weird things we fucking pick up from movies and not we the universal we we me and jillian right jillian Jillian and i okay go um i don't think this is a funny quote i actually hate it but when mimi's boyfriend is outside of the prom he's like sup mimi how's the fetus I hate uh, that. It's such. Yeah. I, I hate it so much. But I'm like, what a weird thing to say. How's yeah. the fetus? How did you know? Do we say a few of these things? The first one, which I texted you, you say all the time, which is killed a guy. When, when the girls are dancing on the dance floor. And and this is another quote. Kit goes, guitar guy is such a hottie. And her friend goes, oh, yeah, I heard you just got back from jail. Killed a guy. You say killed a guy. All but the I think of more in stepmom when he's like, killed her, killed her. Yeah, which is sad. Yeah, I have nothing else for you. Okay, my other one. This one is just something I literally said the other day. And I feel like I say this sometimes is dip my feet in the Pacific Ocean. Um, When in the beginning, when kid's like, mom, I'm smiling. That one. Move it, Ben. Let's go already. I feel like you used to say that. Um, what about your band? Don't you have a band? And then I just want to shout out to my Northeastern friends. One day in college, we stayed in on like a Friday night and we did a double feature, Alpha Dog and Crossroads, mm-hmm. Justin and Brittany. Um, one, because I can't sleep after I watch Alpha Dog. So I was like, we got to do Crossroads after. And in the movie, Ben asked Brittany at one point, like, what does she write in her notebook? And she says, poems, mostly. Poems. And we used to say that in college all the time. So we're like, she's just writing poems. Um, I was um, in a children's yeah. toy store today looking for a book for a three-year-old. A book? A book? And, a three-year-old. Um, Colin's cousin's child. Okay. And uh, they had, oh, like, there was no adult books there at all, except for Brittany, the woman and me. There was like four copies on the table. I was like, whoa. So I wanted to mention, since yesterday when we started recording this, I listened to the Celebrity Memoir Book Club podcast episode about the woman in me. Would recommend. They're my uh, goal for where our podcast will be one day. Um, And it was very informative. And I just like, ugh. Poor Brittany. My my Brittany and the conservatorship and just everything that they did to her and the men in her life and her mom. And it's just like, Ugh, yeah, makes me so sad. I, I might read the book. Okay, um, our producer friend Slime pointed out that these episodes are funny because we're like, these are our favorite mo- movies, and then we just shit on them the whole time <laughs> and point out all the nitpicks or things that would never really happen. So I'm introducing some new categories that are more positive so we can highlight some of the things we love about these movies. So I'm going to throw some of these at you, Jill. Um, First one is just what is your favorite part of the movie? It can be anything. Not a, it's like it could be someone's outfit. It could be a song. It could be a scene. It, you know, what's like your favorite thing about this movie? Maybe when they're friends, like after New Orleans and they're driving for that part and they're just yeah. like fun and laughing and being silly. Yeah. My favorite part of this entire movie is Dan Aykroyd and that Dan Aykroyd's in it. Okay. Someone says, what do you love about Crossroads? I'd be like, Dan Aykroyd. Um, so that's similar, but what's your favorite scene? Is that the same thing when they're driving? Um, I don't like know. if you could only watch it, kind of like on the rewatchables, they're like, you could only watch one scene of this movie, you know, or like you're about to head out. What do you sit and watch and are late for your event because you're watching Crossroads? I can't think of like, I don't know. 
Is that the karaoke scene? No. Do you have one? I I think my fave is is the girls talking all night long because it is like they're becoming friends and then it's kind of like transitioning into the back half of the movie. We usually like a first half I, I like when they're at like the Waffle House and and um, Lucy, Brittany's yelling at them like no one made a plan. Like yeah. no no one thought about how much you're going to drive a day. No one thought about gas money. No one thought like about hotels. I like that. Yep. I know. Or, or like, did they even discuss who's going to pay for gas? Like, was oh. it just understood that they don't split it four ways? I was thinking about that when I was watching. They didn't. Nothing was assumed. Nothing was discussed. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite fashion moment of the film? Whew. I hate the Britney era where she had the crop tops with the long sleeves. I hate them. I hate but we them. love no. Top. It's iconic. We love them. We it talk about iconic. it. I'm not a girl, not yet a woman. Video on the cliff with the sleeves. Overprotected. Uh, I hate them. Um, I really like uh, Kit's prom dress, the pink with the shawl. Really, I like it. It's very nice. It's more of a magenta. Okay, magenta. Um, I like all of Brittany's like Hollister looking t-shirts and her yeah. sweats. And her it just makes me want to be in my sweats all day, which I always am. But yeah. it's like I love road trip clothes where you're just in your sweats. I guess that's really it. Nothing else really stands out to me. How about you? Um, I enjoy um, Mimi's bandanas. Very 90s. Well, early aughts here. And, you know, I love that pattern. I love a bandana. It doesn't look good on me. I never did the whole Olsen twin bandana thing, maybe like once, but that, for me, that's it. And then I would just say the most iconic scene from this film is the karaoke scene. You know, I think people think Crossroads, they think Britney, I love rock and roll. People like civilians, the, the general pop. Uh, but watching it this time, the audio is like off, like her yeah. mic is so much higher than the especially in the trailer if you watch the trailer i posted yeah even like weirder yeah i i was i really noticed that this time i was like why is her microphone so much louder and like on a different i don't know what the word is but like it was not on the same level as the background music which i understand it wasn't probably all filmed like maybe they took some for live singing maybe they didn't you know and then they just put the backing track but I don't yeah. know. I picked up on that. All right. I'm going to go and let's get back to being negative. I'm going to go into some of my questions about the film, but I'll try to be quick because, you know, we spoke a lot yeah. already. Jill, have you ever buried a time capsule with someone? No, but we did do it in seventh grade with our teacher and it would not bury a time capsule, but we wrote letters yeah. and then she saved them and then she mailed them to us. Yeah. Uh, Nicole's teacher did that and she got hers recently and it was very cute and nice. It was like, what, write a letter to your future self. Right. And uh, it was funny. All right, Jill, you can only keep one of these movies. Crossroads or Coyote Ugly? Crossroads. Because to me, there's a lot of similarities. It's Small like town young girl, girl, single dad. She wants to be a singer. She goes out on her own. She makes friends with some women, you know. Okay. I mean, in the broad sense, but I think they're pretty different. Okay. I don't know. They, they remind me of each other. I think um, just because they remind you of who you were at the time you watched them. You watched I mean, them I love the them same both time. so much. I would keep Coyote Ugly. It's like you could, one of my favorite movies of all time. You could say that out loud. Yeah. Okay. You know, when they go to the hotel with like the pink walls and Kit's like, I'm not sleeping here. Yeah. Is that the same room in Grind? The movie, like, with the pig, like, I have to go back and look. I don't I remember like, it that well. I feel like they have very similar wallpaper. 
And it reason to believe if maybe they were shooting a movie in somewhere cheap, it might be the same. Is this the best road trip movie of all time? Um, well, probably Dumb and Dumber is up there. Um, there's like a ton of those road trip movies, like titled Road Trip. I've never seen them. Oh yeah, or, like, I was joking because I feel like or something. I feel like old white guys would be like, absolutely not, and they would say like, well, I don't know, plane trains and automobiles, or even like yeah. some like Home Alone. Movie. And I'd be like, no, it's Crossroads and Grind. <laughs> Those yeah, are Grind too, movies. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's up there for um, our subset, you know? Yeah. Do you think Shonda intentionally made the black girl in this film, the rich girl, and the white girl, Mimi, from the trailer park? I don't know if anything was intentional. I bet it had to do with casting. Yeah. I'm sure they're like, well, we want to get like one black girl in the mix, but I don't yeah. know. I, I don't know. You'll have to ask Shonda. What do you think? You know, I get her on the pod. Um, I maybe, and may, I feel like it is obviously like, I don't know. I didn't grow up in the South, but like there are a lot of white families who live in poverty. there, probably in trailer parks, you know, like Mimi's situation is authentic to two folks. So I thought maybe that was like on purpose, but again, yeah, you're probably right about casting. Um, do you buy the three of them as friends, their chemistry? Like, yes. yes. I'm not saying after this film, they stayed best friends, but like, you know, you find it believable. I do. And I think they've all like said individually, like when Brittany was going through a lot, like in 2021 with the conservatorships, I think they both came out yeah. and were like, look, I don't, haven't talked to her in years. I don't know what's going on with her now, but she was. Because oh. they trapped her and kept putting her in a rehab against her will and solitary confinement. But both, I think Zoe Saldana and Tamara Manning both said like, she was a lovely girl. We had so much fun. She was yeah. very nice and respectful and professional. And I wish nothing but the best for her. So I think they had a good time. And I think it comes out on screen that they're friends when they do eventually become friends. Yeah. No, I would agree. Um, the whole I love rock and roll scene, it's supposed to be like, I mean, obviously it's supposed to be like sexy, but it's supposed to be like Lucy can sing and she's having her moment. I don't think she sings the song particularly well, nor is the, it, it's more the song probably. It's not like a vocally impressive song, but it's just funny. Like when they get to the chorus, I'm not like, oh, this girl can sing. No, I, I agree. I do think Brittany can sing, especially then. So yeah. Interesting I, choice. Yeah. I think it's just a, um. They wanted a song that, like, most everybody knows. Yeah. When they are setting up telling stories all night and Mimi tells a story of how she, you know, was raped and got pregnant, they show Kit a few times, like, looking contemplative, especially when she talks about, like, the blue beer bottle. Do you think she knew it was Dylan then or starting to suspect? Because then at the end, she does seem, like, shocked. But, well, like, they show her face a couple times where she looks like, and you don't know his name. You don't know what it was. Like, she seems, like, suspicious maybe that it was her is, man's. But uh, Shonda didn't, you know, maybe Shonda was just putting a little hat tip on it. But I don't know. How how will we ever know? Um, when I get Shonda on the pod. Okay. Although she probably doesn't remember. She's like, I wrote this uh, in my sleep. I was, I was on um, some sort of sleeping pill. And I don't even remember writing it. It was a fever dream. Um, In this whole movie, they have a convertible. The top is never up once, is it? That was a great question. And I thought about it in the beginning. The first time, like, they get in the car and they meet at 7 a.m., Brittany's wearing a hat. Good job. But Zoe Saldana, like, her hair is, like, pretty... 
It's just like a, in a ponytail, but she has a lot of clips in. Yeah. If you're in a convertible the whole time, you need a hat or you need your hair like very well kept. There was one scene that looked like pretty cloudy, like it was going to rain. I think when they're singing Cheryl Crow and I'm like, put the top up. I wonder if that car even had a top, like, in real life, you know? Maybe. 1973, maybe it was broken. I don't know. No, no, no. I mean, like, on the set. No. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Did you love that it was a Buick? Sure. Love Buicks. I, I'm still always shook that the gas tank is I in, know. A, in the, the license plate. Was it a Buick Skylark? I don't, I don't know. Same with weight, wheelbase. We talked about this offline, but what is the beer in the blue bottle that is drinking? I, I wonder was if saying, it's a real beer. Like Bud Light Platinum was in a blue beer bottle, but I think that was after this time. I don't know. Yeah, and the label didn't look very Anheuser-Busch. It looked me. like a Saratoga water bottle, which is popular now because they sponsor Top uh, Chef. But obviously that yeah. wasn't around. And... Yeah, people out there, let us know if that's a real beer, if you know. Yeah. All right, real question. Is it Kit's fault that Mimi loses the baby? No. She brings her to see this man, even though she doesn't want to go. And then she, Mimi goes to leave and she grabs her, brings her back and is like, no, we're doing this now. And then Mimi gets upset again and runs down the stairs and trips and falls and loses the baby. You could say. That's not nice, Ryan. I don't think Mimi blames her, but as observers of this film, it's kind of Kit's fault. I don't think it's Kit's fault. I think it was a very unfortunate accident. Yeah. And it was good that Kit like found out and now Kit can change her life. And I mean, act, yeah. you know, Mimi's life is very different now that Kit knows and her opening the door to reveal the woman is very, bring it on Kirsten Dunst. Yes. Aaron, yes. Maybe you're not boyfriend material. Right. All right. And then this is my, how mad would you be if you were Dan Aykroyd, you went, like your daughter calls you and is like, come to get me in LA. My friend's in the hospital. Like da, da, da. you go all that way. He had to use savings. Then not only does she not go back with you, she throws in your face, your wife leaving you and says, don't, oh, I don't know what, don't let me be like her, you know, uh, whatever. And then she kisses a don't criminal run. you don't know on the street. If I was Dan Aykroyd, I would fucking disown this child. No, you would pick her up and throw her in that car and be like, let's go. Yeah. You would physically remove her from the street. And then he comes back for her dumb audition. They show him in the He's audience. So proud. Like, very John Goodman, Coyote Ugly. But I'm like, if I was Dan Aykroyd, I'd be like, you little bitch. Now I have to go fly back to Georgia alone. Lucy, not Brittany. Brittany can do no wrong. I work so hard. I'm a single dad saving for yep. college. Like, yep. Yeah. And basically it's like, oh, mom left because you were overbearing. I, that whole part doesn't really make sense when she's like, don't make me be like her. I think I don't think she's saying that he was overbearing or she the he's the reason the mom left. I think she was saying yeah. like just let me go. Like you're holding on to me because I'm all you have left because our yeah your wife my mother left. Like just let me try and see what else. I, you know I you're probably afraid you're gonna lose me and I'm never gonna come back. But don't worry about that. Like let me just try to be an adult. Yeah, there I am explaining the whole movie. Thank you. No, Jill's not a girl, not yet a woman. Don't let me be all the right. last to know. Oh, those are all the questions. So just some other quick categories. Uh, character who's the most annoying? Um, Dylan. Yeah, I didn't have one at first. And then I was like, oh, Dylan. And Mimi's boyfriend. Yeah, the guy from... I keep wanting to say can't hardly wait, but it's never been kissed. Never been kissed. Yeah, I think you said can't hardly wait yesterday. 
Yeah, well, I meant never been kissed. I know you did. Uh, yeah, I'm those say whatever it takes. All these movies with three names. Those two guys are the most annoying. So annoying. Okay, I think I already know your answer, but like, what is your most annoying, Dylan? Dylan, yeah. yeah. I couldn't really think of one at first, and then it was him. Um, if there's a wedding in the movie, we talk about how bad the bridesmaid dresses are. There weren't, but we have prom dresses, right? For Kit, Mimi, um, Lucy, who are the, who's the best? Who's the worst prom dress? Kit's, They're all pretty bad. I am. It's the best. Mimi's is the yeah. worst. Mimi's is like not even a prom dress. It's just well, like she's a, wearing a dress with jeans under it. Yeah, it's like a canvas dress. Britney's is hers, like probably. fine. I would never wear it, but yeah, no, it's like a very really quintessential prom dress kind of. Yeah. More like a bridesmaid it, dress actually than a prom dress. It's bad, but it's, you know. It's supposed to be. You know, some people have bad prom dresses, even that went to our school. I'll call you all out. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. Um, okay. Best song on the of the soundtrack or in the film. Open your heart. Yeah. I was like, is it egregious to not pick a Britney song? But or overprotected, which is just I was thinking overprotected or to open your heart, but I think open your heart. Yeah. All right. Do you have any major it's a movie nitpicks that we didn't talk about? Just the fact that this lined up so well that they could like where Kim Cattrall lives in Tucson, that they could drop Lucy off and then like get back on the highway to like go to to LA. Well, that's the only like, reason she went on the trip. I know, but it like, I mean, I haven't mapped it out, but I don't think it's like such a perfect shot from Georgia to Tucson, then to LA. I yeah. don't know. It just seems like they went out of their way. Yeah. Oh, I meant to ask you this in the questions earlier. When Ben's telling the story about like transporting his stepsister over state lines because her dad's like beating her up, very Billy Hargrove and Stranger Things. Um, he says he gets like six months jail time and then like basically a year of probation where he can't leave the state of yeah. Ohio. It, do you think that is legit or he'd get a harsher sentence? No, I don't, I don't think so. I think that makes I sense. I feel like that's like a short time. I mean, obviously it's Ben. He's a heart of gold. I don't want him to be in jail at all. But that seems like, I don't know. No, especially if the girl testified. And she said, oh, like, yeah, this is true. my brother. I, my having a real time with my family. Like, nothing yeah, was yeah. untowards. I called him and right. asked him to come Yeah, get no, me. I don't think, yeah. I think that's a, a reasonable sentence. Me, with all my experience yeah. at uh, sentencing. Yes. I, why would Mimi invite them to come? I know. Do, do you think she secretly wanted to rekindle their friendship? Obviously, it's a movie. But it's like... Well, you know, a she probably just wanted like other women to come because she really didn't know facts. Ben killed someone, killed a guy. Yeah, um, I'm sure she, you know, was feeling something. You know, it was prom graduation. They dug up that thing. She's yeah. expecting a child. You know, I'm sure she felt some sort of yeah nostalgic way with them. When they all the three girls go into like the Piggly Wiggly or the grocery store, whatever it is. And, it, you know, Ben's listening to the Cypress Hill Kill a Man song. Mimi goes, Lucy, we get me chips? And she goes, no, Mimi. Why not? Go get it. Obviously, it's a ploy so they'll all get out of the car and whatever. But I'm like, they have a strict budget. They have a strict budget. That's like 99 cents for a bag of Lay's. Come on, Lucy. You could find those coins on the ground in the Piggly Wiggly. Maybe she wants her to have healthy food for her unborn child. It's like kind of what I thought they were implying, but I'm like, get your friends some chips. If we went on a road trip and you were going in and I was staying in the car and I said, Jill, get me some chips. 
You would get me chips. And I didn't, you would murder me. I wouldn't murder you, but I would be like, where's my chips? Um, when Brittany like calls, she leaves her dad a note, obviously, before she leaves. And then she like calls him on the road and he's like all upset. She hangs up on him. Do you think he'd call the cops and be like my, you know what I mean? Like kind of missing persons? I don't know. Is she 18? Even so, though, it's your kid. But she's you don't not, know who she is. I agree, but she's not missing. She called and said like. I don't know. I feel like just him as a character, he would have he called. Would call the cops. I think you that know? would be a waste of our tax dollars. Oh, like people call the cops for all sorts of stupid shit. I know, but like they would have found her, and she'd be like, "I'm fine. I'm just going to LA with my friends." They'd have been like, "Okay." I guess I don't know. I think if you're a parent and you're terrified, and she hangs up on you, like you're calling the police and being like, "Go find my child," or wellness check her or something. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Um. In the at the karaoke bar, you know, Taryn Manning goes to sing, and then she loses her nerve. She's bad. They stop. They have to start the song over again. In real life, they would have been kicked off the stage. Yeah, I yes. feel like they would have been like, "Get the fuck off!" You don't get a second chance. Like you yes, know, I they would have been like, well. "Yeah, get get the fuck out of there." I already asked this earlier. I'm like, how did they even find that karaoke bar? And, you know, whatever. The Kim Cattrall part. Kim acts like she doesn't recognize her. And she says, it's it's me, Lucy, Mama. Do you think she would recognize her? I would think so. Right, like, that's your kid. She probably looks like but they have the same hands. I'm like, no one would notice that. Also, how does Brittany know where she lives? Does I she was ever thinking that, that as well. I mean, unless she, like behind her dad's back like hired someone or she'd been like really researching this like it's not like the bitch sent her a letter with her address right or a christmas like card you yellow know? pages i don't know mm-hmm. i don't know also i said this earlier but this was i don't think kim would say oh you're a mistake and your father made me have you which is what britney says to ben like i don't know she seems like a normal person i think maybe she'd say oh i was young and like we didn't know what right we were something doing, and like, nicer and more respectful sorry i left you but i have a new life here and i don't want to be part of yours like it's, it's still fucked up but i don't yeah. think she would say any mother who says that i mean there are horrible people out there it's hard for me to fathom that just seems insane right um this is a classic american healthcare question how would they pay for the ambulance for Mimi to go to the hospital. I was 100% thinking that that while they were in the hospital. I was like, who's paying for this? Because they show her going down the stairs, the famous grunt. Uh, and yeah. then they show a hospital, like an ambulance. And I'm like, oh, maybe this is just supposed to be like exterior hospital. And it, it's Kit drives her. But they, it does make it seem like Mimi's in there. Because then they show Brittany getting the call at the hotel. She's on the phone for quite some time. I know. And it's not Kit <laughs> calling her, it seems to be. It's like a, a medical professional. Someone at the hospital. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I know like, how, yeah, how they pay for, for this shit. Debt. Like, yeah. I wonder how much an ambulance cost in 2002 in LA. A lot of money. And I was like, yeah, I guess Kit could have driven her in Ben's car, but I assume. There used to be a thing in my college, like there would be a flyer about how much it cost if you got transported to the hospital. Like, Oh, really? Yeah, like to, to you know, to suggest kids should do it. Because they'd be like, you're going to have to ask your parents for this much money to go to the hospital when you get transported. Yeah. So you don't binge drink this weekend. Well, we had a friend in college who was had celiac disease. So we took her to the hospital one time because she seemed like she was like having a seizure potentially. And the Northeastern police were so mean about it. I think they, I wasn't there. I was asleep. And my friends, I think called Northeastern police and were like, can you help transport her from the hospital? Like we didn't have cars or anything, you know? Right. And, 
and I think they did, but they were like kind of dicks about it. And they were like, oh, she really, you know, you shouldn't just call the police if your friend can't hold her liquor or like she's drunk. Oh and my we were like, God. We're not. We think she's having like a crazy allergic reaction and we want to make sure she's okay. And we had to go to bring them women's and I think it was expensive, but yeah. Yeah. So fuck American healthcare and police. Anyway, um, my biggest nitpick, I realized in the whole thing was Dan Aykroyd would not have gone to the hospital in LA that quickly. He seemed to get there the same day and they're all in the same clothes. Like he seemed to, she called him and it seemed like he was there like an hour later. No, I think it's like the next day. Like they're probably there all night. So he comes the next day. I don't know. Okay. Cause she'd probably get discharged that same day. You don't maybe know stay, that. You don't maybe know stay one night. what's going on down there. All right. Whatever. It seemed like he got there really quickly. All right, Jill, what do you think the moral of this film is? Uh, make new friends, but keep the old. One is silver and one is gold. No. Uh, um, I think it's go for your dreams. Yeah. And Live your dreams. Another MTV Films movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like friendship and uh, female sisterhood. Okay. What do you think? Number one, don't get engaged, married, or pregnant in high school. No. Sure don't. I mean, Mimi, it was not your fault. I don't blame you. But I think at the end, they're like, you now don't have this burden. You know, none of them do. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, you're mother her mother anymore. Kit is not engaged to Dylan, and Mimi doesn't have a baby. Yep, exactly. Um, Follow your dreams is number two. Three, go on a road trip with a strange man you don't know. You might fall in love and he could be your accompanying guitarist, piano player when you audition for a record label deal. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. It's like, go on a road trip with a stranger. (laughs) That's what you should do. You'll fall in love. All right, finally, who is your MVP of the film? Um, It is Britney, but it should be Justin Long. It's Taryn Manning. (laughs) Oh. She holds the group together, her character and herself. She gives a good performance. You believe that she's sad about this baby. Again, if it wasn't for Mimi, none of them would have got back together. They wouldn't have gone on this but, road trip. But, but you come to this place for Dan Aykroyd. We come to this place because heartbreak feels good in a place like this. Yeah, that, but he's not that the was MVP more of a British movie. than an Australian accent. It was just serious. It wasn't any accent. Okay. Ardar. Anyway, Tara Manning, I give it to you. You know, you're supposed to say Brittany. I love her. I saw this film because of her. Right. Everyone did. But I'm no, giving it no to No one her. saw this film because of Kim Cattrall. Or Anson Mount. Which in the trailer, they say his name. They're like, Britney Spears, Anson Mount. I'm like, no one knows who this person is. No. Should have been like, Zoe Saldana, Taryn Manning, Anson Mount, and introducing Britney Spears. Introducing. As, an, as a film actor. Oh, I was going to play the, an IMDb game with you with one of them, but I was like, Britney's is only like this. I think the episode of How I Met Your Mother, and then it's like two music videos. Mm. She really never acted in anything else. Because she hated it. She did and, her whole life what she didn't want to do. She never wanted know, to be a, a pop star. Jillian, the things that, like, it's so scary that, like just because there's like a reputation that you're unfit mother when she really didn't even do anything besides like the car thing yeah that the conservators they could just be like well conservatorship and he could have just he sent her to like all these different rehabs throughout time yeah and like she had no say over it and she didn't have a drug or alcohol problem 
And I'm sure being on the meds that they diagnosed her with messed her up even more. So the one, one of the worst times they like, I guess there's a famous clip. You probably know it. I don't remember this. She's, she was on like entertainment tonight or something announcing like a tour. And they say like Britney Spears. And instead of like coming out and talking to Mario Lopez, she gets into a car and they drive away. And I guess this is when the free Britney movement really kicked off. They sent her, they being her dad sent her to like a solitary confinement, like mental health rehab, I guess. And they put her on lithium and she's like, I don't even know what's happening. I was basically like in a chair alone and they would come in and like draw my blood and do these tests. And that's when like, People are like, where is Britney? Something's wrong. Like, no one's seen her in months. And like the Free Britney movement happened. And she says in the book that a nurse, like, was like, oh, look, and showed her either, like, a picture or someone outside with the Free Britney shirt on. And that's, like, when she first learned about it. But, yeah, you don't just give people lithium no. if they don't need it. I don't know what that does to your mental chemistry. But, like. It gives you nothing. It's, like, blank. That's, she's like, I wouldn't know, like, what time it was yeah. or, like, what day it was. You lithium, know, really. Oof. And she's, yeah, and she said, like, that, you know, part of the reason she seems like a child is she's, like, under the conservatorship, I basically became a child again. Like, they controlled what I ate and everything I did. And that's why it's the woman in me. It was hard to find the woman in her. And she's, like, and there were moments when I felt like a woman, but most of the time it felt like a fucking child. So the way she's acting now, like, she's, I shouldn't. Like, she seems, she said she's figuring out who she is again with the freedom she now has. Uh, again, this is all secondhand from listening to this podcast. Right. You know, I'm not quoting directly from the book. But yeah, she seems like she's okay. I worry about the whole divorce no, thing. I, she doesn't seem like book. she's okay. But like, I guess I can't no, fault her. She says she's okay. Okay. Well, I don't know if she's okay, but I think, yeah, like you're... And the, the girls who host this podcast had a really good point of like, if you are someone who was, say, having mental health issues, like maybe you could take time off, get a break even just like rest and like feel better to help. She's like, they, she never got the they chance. They never let her. Like, yeah. Right. She was always like working. And then when she did kind of have quote time off, which is when she had the babies, babies. with Kevin, he would like take them and she wouldn't be able to see them. And her and hormones were all effed anyway. She said she had really bad postpartum because she had the two kids back to back. And then, yeah, she would like, she didn't do anything. And then one day Kevin just like took the kids for eight hours. Cause she went like partying with Paris Hilton or something. And, and her mom was watching the kids. She's like, it's not like I left them you know and then yeah he like took them and she like banged on the door and he like wouldn't let her see them it's just crazy how all it's these terrible. things are just outside of like her control it's like her husband could just say like oh yeah no she can't see the kids he was ever home he was at the studio making popo zow and being a dick to her it's also horrible and yeah like that any chance her brain got to like heal she never got she just got fucking like traumatized again right. and again and then get put in a fucking rehab and put on drugs you don't potentially need Oh, we're hoping the best for you, Brittany. We're really hoping you can free yourself of some medication that you don't need and clear your well, mind. Well, I don't know what, what happens now. But, yeah. Yeah. I just, you know, I want nothing but the best for her. But... Also, it's hard now for her to, like, she had those, everyone taking care of her, not taking care of you, you know what I mean? Like, making decisions yeah. for her. And now she's solely all alone. She's cut everybody off. Which That's is, like, does she, she have should've... any sort of business manager i was thinking but uh, she said she's like after justin and kevin i couldn't trust anyone again yeah now she's definitely not gonna be able to trust anyone again so it's like how do you even hire someone to like help you with your finances and not think they're like stealing all your money i know hopefully I ask, michelle williams is she, handling the funds from this book 
do you know like what the status is like with her kids like is she able to see them and spend time with them i think she's like 18 now so he can probably that's what i'm saying i think she can and she has but they're so old now that she's probably just like waiting for it also they probably don't have a great opinion of her either because of everyone around them that's she didn't do fucking any she just wanted to be their mother but like even that like she talks about having the kids and like she's so young she's like 25 i'm like how did you even know how to take care of these two children because you were like homeschooled and put through all this shit no shade to her how would anyone i wouldn't know how to take care of a fucking kid right now and i'm 33 and like have support you would like all right well yeah sad note to end on but crosswoods is a great film it it's is a not great anywhere film. and you can't watch it anywhere i'm very sorry come borrow the dvd um we could have a watch party at ryan's and we we hope Brittany thrives and does well and is happy and and if you read the book let us know i'm very i'm not interested in reading it but maybe now i'm a little more but let me know if i should be reading it and let me know the podcast episode jill maybe let me know how her writing is and how her thought process is i'm really just i like i love Brittany. i can't do anything to help her so Mm. for that reason i don't want to like look at it like, I cannot help. So I don't want that in my life. Okay, is... Sonia Morgan. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's very sad. It's very sad. But yeah. But if maybe this will change my mind. Maybe this will be like, okay, I have faith that Britney's going to, you know. But does it also make you think there are other people who are in conservatorships? That, yes. Because you know I mean? she said now she talks a lot about this because she wants to help them. And I'm like, ugh. I'm like Amanda Bynes. Is she like, you know? Yeah. Do we need to free Amanda? Like. Yeah. Also, this is like not the same at all, but. Um, historically, there are a lot of um, wealthy wealthy children who were put in conservatorships because families were concerned that they would like steal all their money, or like do something wrong with the money. So, yeah. like maybe don't have kids. Okay, maybe that'll happen to Lisa Barlow and her son Jack. You know, I don't know. I think he's going to be uh, knock on your door. Hello, I'm Mormon. Have yeah, singing the moose the musical. I don't know. I'm sure that's what they say in real life to Latter-day Saints. Yeah. Uh, people. Followers. All right. This is going to be very long. Yes. Sorry. Watch the movie. Praying for you, Brittany. We love you so much, Brittany. Thank you for everything you've given us. That you did the not want to give us. nothing in return. You didn't want to give us anything and you gave us she so much. She wanted to give us Breakout. She's very proud of it. Okay. Give me Blackout. More. Blackout. Yeah. Love you, Brittany. Okay. See you then. See you then.